0: If in the first act you have hung a coconut gun on the wall, then in the following one it should be fired in spurts.
1: Fire and spurts. Huh? CG Coconut Gum. He's the leader of the bunch. You know his coconut gum is finally back. Fire and spurts. His coconut gum. Can fire and spurts. If he shoots
0: ya. It fires and spurts. It's radio free topeg. I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur and Boy am I glad that
2: this is seeing a revival in my life. I saw this meme some time ago and was was very impressed with it. I, I share it to Donovan and now it's it's it has defined this this corner of my existence. I have no I have no means of escape from it, and I I will be destroyed by it, and I can't wait.
0: Yeah, if you're not familiar, this is the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64. Yes. A game I never played. I wasn't good at the NES ones, and so I was afraid of the Donkey Kong games after that, because they were real hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Banger, not the music that comes out of it, I can certainly appreciate. Uh, Even more so, when it's remixed to highlight, you know, not the range of abilities of the DK (laughs) cast, some of which are fucking middling at best, but really zeroing in on the star of the show, the Coconut Gun. Which can, of course, fire in spurts. (laughs) Yes, important to remember. Uh, that it does fire in spurts, and then if it hits you, it fires in spurts. <laughs> Our guest this week, unfortunately for her, is Aiden Arada. <laughs> Welcome back.
3: Hi, Al. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> now, Aiden, where do you stand on coconut firearms?
3: Okay, so I played the one where they race. Um, peak mm. bimbo he- style is being like, yeah, like I was kind of good at this game, but I don't remember the name, and I would just kind of – Go into the the N sixty four Mario Kart races and just want to wander around the Rainbow Bridge. Um, <laughs> now so I tell you, so I was an if ambient Rainbow Road,
2: <laughs> If Rainbow Road was involved, that was very likely Mario Kart sixty four. However, there was a Diddy Kong racing for uh, Nintendo sixty four. Is that well, Donkey Kong that?
3: No, so but this was Kong definitely the Mario, Mario Kart, Kart racing, but Kong was a me- did okay. Kong was a member, right? Like you could choose he was. He was. him. Yes. I was yeah. Princess Peach every time. Uh, Good but voice. yeah, thank you. Yes, feminism. This is what a feminist looks like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I I saw a great meme the other day that said, uh, "Please share your sexual orientation and main in Mario Kart. This is for science." <laughs> um, and to when, which I responded, uh, uh-huh. "Bisexual." Bowser.
3: It makes sense. I get it. His it's castle good. lit as fuck, dude. His mm. castle is basically Bergen. I'm yeah. sorry, like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spend Voth out front bouncing people. That's so dude. Funny.
0: Five Koopas walk up. They all got green shells. One gets in. And the other four get out, and they're like, "What the fuck? I, we're wearing the same thing. I, what fucking is this based on?"
3: I genuinely, I would love to see the fucking meme. That is like the queer identity for every level of like Mario Kart. Like where because like Rainbow yeah. Bridge is absolutely one. Like that's even, high like, the camp weird queer. Yeah, that's you know, it's a little cottage core. It's a little like <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's full on, too, because it's not just rain. You know, this is a rainbow themed. It's not like the rainbow washing that corporations do on this map. The road is literally made from rainbows. You They're have 100%. to walk it.
3: You have to do the work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever uh, to take someone's to understand someone's perspective, uh, drive a mile in their Mario Kart? <laughs> <laughs>
3: like kind of That's actually. Though. Yeah because <laughs>
0: uh, carts are different characters you know sizes and weights influences the cart handling characteristics as i have learned from mario kart 8 uh my return to the series recently <laughs>
1: uh
0: i i have not seen one on sexual orientations i did see something on uh like ideological alignments of all like 60 characters of mario Whoa. kart 8 i think means tv put out a yes. clip of it on instagram which was very funny uh, Highly recommend that if you've not seen it. Did that yeah.
2: begin with them just rattling off a list of all of the Mushroom Kingdom characters and saying monarchist, monarchist, monarchist? Yes, <laughs> I think so.
0: <laughs> That's a very good time. <laughs> and what's what's your uh, what's your Mario Kart? You know, you said Princess Peach. I
3: was Princess as your Peach. Main. absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's a
0: good choice. I'm a narcissist, and then the new one you can use a me. As your racer. Mm. And so as the heads of the delightful Mario characters are going around the uh, the map on the screen, you can also see my mustachioed face right there with them riffing it up on the mushroom flats next to the green pipe and the uh what's piranha another plant. thing? It's a piranha plant. In the, in the
3: piranha yeah, the little... plant. And the piranha
0: in the star. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's funny. I thought you'd be a Mario.
0: <laughs> yeah. I that can was... see it. You're already you know. in there yeah (laughs) yeah i mean if you if you were i'm not gonna lie if you were to put a red hat and overalls and a red shirt on me i I would become mario any color combination will do i probably have more uh more luigi proportions Mm. i think it depends on
3: how much main energy character you're feeling main character energy that's true
0: Mm. I like being a power bottom <laughs> secondary character. A power secondary character that makes sense because, like yeah. Lu- Luigi, right? He's just a recolor of Mario, and in all the games, he's overlooked. But he's still beloved by the fans. They like put a personality upon him because he's the he's the underdog. He's in the shadow of his slightly smaller brother.
3: I was talking about this with someone today where I was like, yes, everyone wants main character energy, but honestly, comedic relief, best friend energy is so much more powerful. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, that's where yeah. I live. Yeah.
2: That's absolutely where I live.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's less stress, too. Typically, that's fine. If you're, if you're that person, you're having a great time. You're helping out your friend. You're being that positive support. That rules. You don't have to go through the character. You don't have to go through the fall. I don't want to do the fall. I just want to be the support guy.
3: I just want to vibe and be... Vaguely yeah. beloved, like <laughs> get a that, spinoff
0: game where I vacuum up ghosts, it'll be great.
3: That
2: is a title for a thing. Vaguely beloved, yeah, it <laughs> that that. is
0: that's powerful.
2: Use that,
3: thank
0: you. I'm trying to think of something to apply that to, maybe like a curmudgeon grandparent grandparent. it's like, hmm, uh, I'd love, you know, I'd love, I'd love to, I guess.
3: Yeah, I was thinking beloved. like parasocial relationships where they love you oh. but it's vague it's like, like, <laughs> their, their grasp on your reality is vague <laughs> <It's
0: very> <laughs> <loose>. <laughs> well Aiden you haven't been on the show before uh we can't do the traditional question because we already did that shot so I have racked my brain for months on end since your last appearance uh, to come up with a new question, and I present it to you now. What is your least embarrassing dating or relationship story? <laughs> What's the best one?
2: Oh yeah.
3: God! Like when it's worked out.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> just be really earnest and share with us on the program. We're being sincere.
3: Okay. Actually, this was a really beautiful moment. Um, when I was in my early twenties, I was like an intern at this miserable production like office uh in New York and it was like it was like an adaptation office and it shared a floor with a uh, like a publishing office, uh like an imprint. And at the water cooler, I was, you know, your typical uh vaguely alcoholic fuck off intern. And um but at the water cooler there was this dude that worked on like the publishing side. So we didn't work at my company, we were on the same like, you know, thing and we would sort of like Hang out by the water cooler very like office cosplay and like you know and, and just like talk a little bit. But I was like, that person, like, I kind of like that guy, I, I kind of want to, you know, and and it's sort of never, but like, you know, you're at work and you're trying to like apologize for being late without being sorry and like right. that kind of uh stuff, uh, you're trying to manage your you know one of your early relationships with capitalism and so like you know it was never a thing that I was like oh I'm gonna like you know we're actively gonna like date at the office but I kind of think this person's cute and then eventually we like moved offices and um I had to move our whole office which is not in the job description but that's fine and like uh, I was like man I can't like I kind of want to see like, I, I really, like, I'm thinking about this person. Like, how do I find him? And I'm a total, like, scammer and a schemer. So I was like, okay. And this was, like, 2013, maybe. Like, this was before sort of, like, we weren't social media friends. It wasn't that easy to find people on the internet, which is a really weird thing to say, because it's pretty recent. But it was still, like, you know, um, harder. And so, basically, I ended up – I didn't know his last name either. Um, and his first name was Matt, which is really, you know, Ooh. just – yeah. So I was like, okay, so there's a Matt – And then, but I was like, okay, so I'm going to go to like Twitter. I'm just, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll send him like a bold DM or I'll just like add him and see what happens. I was like, I don't know. And I go, and so I go to the publishing presses page and I go to who they follow and I type in Matt Mm. and I'm like, okay, well, like maybe this is how. So I sort of Nancy drew it and there's a Matt and it looks kind of like him. And I click it and it's him and he has 12 followers. And his last tweet is from two days ago and it says, Hey, to my 12 followers, would it be weird if I asked at Ignorata out?
1: Whoa! He
3: was doing the same thing that I was doing. No fucking way! Yeah, like I was like, (laughs) I came up with this whole deep scheme to basically do that to him. And then I got to his page and I just looked at it like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, Like so chaotic and yeah and uh, i mean you know we're friends like it didn't hit how relationship was yeah,
1: it didn't but like, hit but,
3: but that is like fuck. absolutely the most like rom-com meet cute situation that yeah, i've ever experienced sure. like just fade to the beginning
2: of a film yeah, of
3: like how, how sweet. I mean, that's your fucking intro to act two. Like that's like, <laughs> that's a denouement. Like, yeah, no, but I thought that was like a really cute. Um, That's probably why I'm an internet optimist because like, I don't know, people are just yeah. out there being vulnerable on the internet for each other.
0: Right. It's It's a mixed bag. And like the bad things are so bad that they tend to overshadow the things like that. But it is nice that you can have- I mean, that is like a fucking magical situation there. And also just the possibility to like even reconnect with somebody like that. Yeah, totally. Those are good parts.
3: I mean, it feels like such crazy magic when someone that you like, likes you back anyway. Like just the statistics of it all seem bananas. Right. And then to have that plus sort of the insurmountable obstacle of data. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. You're
0: like, on opposite ends tunneling into the middle.
3: Trying not to be That's weird. Something. Yeah, trying to tunnel yeah. but be chill at the same time. Like you're trying to like tunnel to the middle, but also be like, I mean, I'm just like, you know, working on myself right now and I've got some creative projects. <laughs> that I about, like. yeah,
0: <laughs> you both break through the middle wall at the same time and reach it. Oh, oh, you're- yeah, I've been working out the sledgehammer too, you know, trying to put this COVID time to. Oh, what a coincidence.
3: That's so. Cool. <laughs> I got
0: here. I got, <laughs> I got
3: here. That's so weird. I was trying to go to Starbucks, but if, like, you're here, like.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, if you wanted to come, I'd be like,
3: whatever, really. Like. You'd be fine. If you wanted to, like, get in the tunnel, I'd be like, whatever. we
1: got this room, two.
0: <laughs> I got an extra hard hat. There's room in yeah. the garage. I don't have to, you know, use it or anything. It's okay. It's just good to have around, but if you wanted.
1: I built you a survival hat.
3: bunker. To spend the rest of the apocalypse together, like casually, like just—I mean, whatever. Like, we don't have to define the relationship. <laughs> if you want, like, there's so much soup, like.
1: <laughs>
0: Tunnel talk—it's the relationship strategy that's taking 2021 by storm, uh, mm-hmm. and you just get underground and start burrowing, and hopefully, you come upon your true love.
3: Yeah, it'll that's be fine. All yeah, it's. Fake. It
0: will be fine.
3: Like honestly, in Victorian times, we probably would have taken that sign and been married, and um yeah. Yeah. If they like had
2: Twitter, Twitter like, in, in the Victorian era, that absolutely would have been what it was like. Uh there also would have been lewds, but it would have just been ankles.
3: Just a little ankle. Like, oh. also, so their whole thing was the language of flowers where like you'd give someone like a bouquet Ooh. and it would be like a Ooh. secret message. So I love the idea of someone just tweeting like white peony. And you'd just be like, whoa, they're pretty <laughs> as fuck. Like, yeah,
2: like- <laughs> I always love the name of that flower. Because it has the word "pea" in it. Yeah. That's true. It's a horny flower. That's a big plus. <laughs> I don't know the language
3: of the Victorians, but I do know the language of horniness. And I can say peony. Mm, wet. Like
0: <laughs> it's, it's just a magical, magical turn of phrase, folks. <laughs> well, there's some uh, pre-advice for you. Uh, gather up a bouquet and then describe it on Twitter as best you can. Name all the flowers uh, and all your dreams will come true. Love is in the air, folks. Take a whiff of them flowers. Stop and smell the roses, and uh, and then come with me over to the question box. <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs>
1: start, that's
2: this is not the question box music. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Just sec. <laughs> just, just one second. Here's the gun
1: oh, okay.
0: Yes, that's right, folks. Uh, it's the coconut gun box. The part of the show where you, the listener can fire your question in spurts into the (laughs) question box where we will answer it for you uh, anonymously. And if you'd like to do that, you're out there and you don't know how to send these links in, you can find the link to the question box at our website, rftb.me, Patreon, not Patreon, Instagram or Twitter uh, at Radio Free Tote Bag and at RFTB Pod. Please follow us on Twitter. I'm still trying to figure it out. This week, thanks to Aiden, we have a shit ton of questions. We got oh, yeah. a whole uh, whole cornucopia enough to last us through the winter, a bevy if you will. And by the winter, I mean the end of the show. Uh so I think we're just going to go ahead and get into these from the top with a very uh timely, although hopefully soon not timely question here. How do you how oh, how, how do you make a move on your crush during a pandemic? Do Our that. first question at the gate. Mm. Uh, what kind of move are we talking
3: yeah, about? Yeah, I feel like I want details <laughs> on, like, are you in the same city? Like, is this... Because it is weird, because if you want to hang out with someone, you're kind of like, would I kill their grandpa to fuck them? Like, <laughs> Which is... It's a heavy question. That's like a fourth date, you know? Like, um... But, yeah, so I guess digitally, I think making a move... I feel like last time I was on the pod, I gave the foolproof advice of inviting someone to a group activity. If you like them and you kind of want to like gauge their interest with very little, uh, you know, the stakes are very low in that circumstance because it could you know, plausible deniability is a very real thing, but I think you just need to be forward. Like, I think that the pandemic has taught us nothing. If not that, you know, we got to choose what kind of people we want to be at the end of the world and you probably want to be someone in love. So
0: Shoot
3: your shot. No. My advice. Like- well,
0: <laughs> no, well put. Uh because yeah, you these things it, like it's hard to make the full on moves that you usually would, right? But like, especially now with vaccines coming out, there is somewhat of a light at the ton at the end of the tunnel. There's the possibility to go out on like in person dates down the line uh it's I'm, I'm with you i think just send some kind of message even if it's limited to that you just want to keep the thing alive and maybe moving in that direction talking online getting to know each other a little bit better so that when the time comes around you're not starting from you know uh square one you can get right out on the date the minute you both get the needle in your arm it's great mm-hmm. not the minute after the second one two
3: weeks after two uh, weeks after the second two one.
0: weeks two weeks after two. the second one this is a yeah. science
3: podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
3: uh, yes. yeah. I mean, I think um, definitely keeping the conversation going. I think it's sort of a hot plate situation. You you gotta you sort of inevitably have to back burner some situations. Um, but I do mm-hmm. think you know, depending on where you live and sort of availability, and you know, uh, I know there are a lot of factors involved. But hopefully, you'll be able to sort of have a plan. Um, and it's also just really fun to ideate about stuff I love making fake plans with mm. people so you could maybe make a fake plan with them and then sort of gauge how excited they are or how detailed they get about that um, I also love psychotically reading into uh, things that people tell me so maybe that's part of that <laughs> sure. the word uh,
2: the word ideation has some negative connotations of late uh, but I, I, think that it, I think that it could be used in a positive way
3: all right. That's fair. That's <laughs> Okay, we're reclaiming it.
2: We're reclaim right. ideation tonight. Some
3: of-, Some of us have therapists who have told us that we have rich inner worlds, and uh that's just <laughs> I use that
2: phrase. I use that phrase often. I absolutely have a rich inner world.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I just think being imaginative, what better time to be imaginative with someone? Okay, fine, we're not gonna use ideation anymore. It's a nice time to <laughs> Imagine a scenario in which you could be in public with someone and maybe like start out talking to them and just be like, hey, like what do you want to do? Like what would feel really good? And then you could sort of transfer that into like what would we do together? And then you could figure mm. out how excited they are. And that'd be cool. And and right. how
2: poetic they are, because if they just say, mm, like pork, that's not that's not ideal.
3: <laughs> that's yeah, like what does that even for? mean? Do you wanna do pork after this? Like <laughs>
0: And I liked what you said too about seeing kind of how much they elaborate on it. Yeah. Uh is kind of a good sign of interest. <clears throat> and uh I, I mean I think that's one th- that's a good thing to focus on, a good thing to get out of this, uh, is just if they're not interested. But in that vein, too, if they really are, and they start getting elaborate stuff with it, that's a really fucking good sign. Mm-hmm. And that's also just a fun thing to kind of be doing. Uh I think uh you know, maybe maybe start ide- ideating. I just fucking said it again. Maybe start, <laughs> maybe start contemplating date yes. ideas. <laughs> yes, much better. <laughs> <laughs> but just, uh, just if they're getting excited and stuff uh, about that, just kind of driving a conversation into other stuff. Maybe you talk about on a first date or fucking any anything out there. You know, sometimes it's hard to carry on conversations over text. And I think I've said on the show, like typically with dating. I kind of, you don't want to have a whole lot of that to begin with. Meet the person, figure out like if you, if you vibe or not. But obviously if you can't do that right now, like that is still kind of progress. And if you deal with any kind of anxiety, it's definitely easier to go on a date when you're like, you've had some conversation with this person beyond just kind of like, uh, so what do you do? Yeah. You know? Talk about some goof. Talk about the coconut gun. Send him the coconut gun video. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. That, that starts
0: playing on his phone. And he's like, that's not the coconut guns. Not the only thing that's going to be firing in spurts. If we get together. There. And that's,
3: <laughs> that's the ideal response. That's what you want. No, I do. <laughs> this is an ideal time to send people media to just like, sort of, mm. you know, we're all extremely online, like screenshot. Link to the tweet that you love. Like, sorry, my cat is uh hitting the table and running around, so we'll see. Nice!
0: Oh, cat. what a talented, we'll cat. see how that. Yeah, he's just
3: <laughs> being perfect right now. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I mean, we're also online right now, I guess it might be nice to take advantage of that and flirt yeah. via being super online
0: for sure. Is there, and any is, other activity you could come up, watch a movie together, possibly yes. if you've done yes. any video, if you haven't. Well, OK, I forgot it was like literally one line. They did not put the details. But if you haven't done something <laughs> like a video chat or something, that's another kind of thing to build up to. And I think adds, you know, a little bit of excitement to this uh, a little bit more than just texting. Yeah. And then again, you're even kind of more of your way there by the time you actually meet each other.
2: There's a service called, options. service called Metastream that I found allows you to uh, share YouTube videos and then watch them together like it like syncs them up uh. on both y'all's screens. Uh, that is uh, so much less pressure than having a video of their head in front of you and having like a very direct kind of face-to-face yeah. date. You're both wa- just like watching a screen together. It's much, much less intense.
0: Right. Uh,
3: and you Did got something you to know. talk
0: about there too, and break the ice and all that. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that's cute as hell, dude! Making someone like a YouTube playlist—that's the Victorian. Yes. That they want. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that. And what's the, in the language of flowers or YouTube videos, what would a bunch of paleontology videos be? Because um, that's what I'm going to be using this technology for <laughs> just told me
3: about. Yeah, yeah, I've been loving some paleontology TikToks, so I probably can't answer this. Ooh, I'm like, yeah, I don't form. know. That's some, yeah, short some short form cinema. Uh, <laughs> 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 very otoristic uh i don't know yeah paleontology earth dirt dinosaurs i want to go ahead and say stability i want to say it's saying i'm reliable i'm curious about the world but i'm still going to show up for you it's nice Mm. i appreciate it
0: i like i like that
1: yeah hell yeah yeah that's
0: right everybody out there who has said donovan how have you watched all the videos from three or four different channels how have you done it that's not good now you'll just know that means i'm extra stable yeah. How about that?
3: Don't, seems like kind of a secure attachment style to me, an expert.
0: Yeah. Fossils last, you know, millions of years under the ground, and so too will our love. Under the ground. <laughs> back, to the, back to the tunnel talk, folks. We found our way back to the tunnel. Arthur, what else do we have in this here? Uh, caboose? Caboose?
2: If, in the trunk. C- question, Caboose. Yeah. Uh if uh. it's an agreed upon fact that my boyfriend loves me less than I love him and I'm fine about it except I melt down about it like twice a week what should I do?
3: Baby, oh, you're not oh. fine about it, baby. Nah. No. Yeah. No, yeah, you know. And this. also you deserve better. Like y- you just deserve <sighs> I've been there. I feel like I've fully been in yeah. a place where I'm like, well this person likes me less, yep. but that's because I have a disorder where I have to like the people that I like. Uh, That's actually not a disorder. That's how it works. That's how it should be. Uh, It is is totally fine to find someone who likes you.
2: Yeah. And in fact, I would say it is imperative. Uh, I have absolutely been on the the smaller side of an asymmetrical romance. And I actually... Like, you say it's an agreed-upon fact. Like, you guys have had the conversation where it's like, Man, I really... I am just fucking over the moon about you. And he goes, Hey, I can take or leave. You really? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you just go like, okay, well, I mean, but do you still want to see me? And yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I can see every once a week or so. I mean, whatever you want to do. Uh, you can't, you can't live in that. You can't live in this asymmetrical kind of space. Uh, really? I, I had an ex, she lived minutes from me and could only carve out about two hours a week for me, and it was hell. Ugh. Like, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, like you know, crawling out of my skin every minute of every day, wanting to spend time with this person. And they're just like, I don't know, it's fear. It. I... I mean, we can right. watch a movie on Friday, but like, I'm kind of like busy right now.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, give me time, give me anything,
0: <laughs> right? And when you're really into them like
2: that,
1: yeah. too, it,
0: you could, it's it, that time becomes so fucking precious and such a focus that you forget, like, wait, this entire thing is. Totally abnormal and fucked. Yeah. 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 That's 100% so, where I ended up.
3: And just like what a gift to have the capacity to be really excited about someone. Like, really, like we're still. Yeah. Again, like it's the end of the fucking world. Like, we live in a, you know, a late capitalist hellscape. Like, how beautiful that you have the capacity to open yourself and be enthused about somebody else and have that like openness to the world. So, like, I don't know like you know it's your partner so i don't want to shit talk them but also like mm, kind of fuck that like kind of you know we just a yeah. like, person can't meet you there like it, it's like you deserve someone who can be there with you and who can sort of appreciate yep. that and who can be like really fucking fun because it's also fun like that's the thing too is that you deserve to have fun when you're dating right. someone yeah it
0: right. can't, it can't it, be it, a misery parade yeah, and nothing's less fun than being the very excited person, and the other person is doing what Arthur was saying with it. Yeah, okay. They're, yeah, and they're yeah. just neutral on it. That's a horrible feeling.
2: Yeah, I'm going, uh, you I'm going so far. I'm yeah. going so far. I'm gonna you, just you know, you know that sound that we make on this Uh-oh. program when it's time to break up with somebody. Uh oh.
3: <laughs> fucking damn it!
2: <laughs> I that's there it is. Oh. I dropped the coconut gun on him. <laughs>
3: This is canon now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the coconut gun is also a
2: canon. A brutal
3: coconut <laughs> gun thing.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Like, ah.
3: But honestly, it's like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been on both sides of this. I'm going to be real. Um, I am someone where I get really enthused about people if I'm into them, but it's extremely rare. Like, I feel lukewarm about a lot of people. Um, not even in like a, you know, a misanthropic way. It just takes a lot for me to feel excited about someone. And right, it's like, We've been
2: burned before.
3: and it's a gift if someone is like, here's the boundary around that. Like, it's kind of, yeah, like I, I really appreciate it when someone is able to be like, Hey, like, actually, I want a different dynamic from this instead of like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to like <laughs> quietly pine for you slash resent you at some point for not being able to show up in the way that you can. And that's like a really generous uh reading of your partner. Um you know he might be someone who just doesn't have the capacity to show up. I think it was a he, he him.
2: As I recall, yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh I want to check the pronouns. And yeah, and you know, generous can't show up, isn't in a place to do that right now. Uh less generous he's kind of just an asshole who's <laughs> like, letting you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, Hey, I don't like you that much, but this is fine. Which is also something that yeah. someone has said to me before. I dated a dude. It's just like, I just want you to know, I'm never going to love you as much as I've loved some of my exes, but I think we should keep dating. And I kept Jeez. dating him for like a couple more uh, weeks. Like I did it. And so I'm like, don't do it. My guy, I've been there. My friend, yeah. you don't have to live yeah. this way. It's not going to work out. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe cut that part. Also- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, just the fact that they're they're coming in with it's an agreed upon fact. Yeah. And it's kind of that that skeeves me, too, that in your relationship would just be something you talk openly about. Oh, he doesn't love me as much and just keep going on your way. That just doesn't sound right at all. Yeah. Well, mm.
2: it's it becomes obvious at a certain point when you're in an asymmetrical situation uh, you know, you just the the level of contact is really lopsided, like one person's initiating all of the contacts. Right. Yeah. And eventually that sort of has to come out. You eventually have that conversation. And if both parties are interested or like getting something out of it that they want, then there may be that conversation. And so I it's like, yeah, they definitely they saw this asymmetry and. Said, well, I mean, I guess we're going to still keep doing this because we're both getting something out of it. and. Right. she's just supposed to be okay with it it's not it's not like that you have to drop the coconut gun on him uh for your for your sanity and and health i think
3: yeah the coconut
0: gun of your self respect
3: (laughs) like it sounds like you know things aren't going to change because this dynamic works for him and it sounds like this dynamic does not work for you and if the dynamic doesn't work for you and things aren't going to change then you need to be the factor that changes things, which is super fucking scary. I totally understand that. It sucks, especially now when we're so isolated from other people. I do think that the universe trades up. I think that every time that Mm. you make a hard choice to say no to something that's good in some ways and bad in other ways, you get something that's a little bit better. And that's going to feel really good. And it takes, you know, it's hard. It sucks. It takes a lot of courage. And it's going to feel really good. It's going to feel way better than this feels right now. Right. I really
0: like that idea too, especially in this context, right? Because in the moment you were fully amped. You're you're all in for this guy. Uh, but clearly it, he could be doing better and could be making you feel better and could be expressing the same thing. And imagine how much more of like that joyous, good feeling you would have minus the meltdowns you're talking about, minus the bad feelings. And when you're in this kind of situation, I've been that person too the person kind of more into it in the relationship. It can be really hard to realize that like that really good feeling isn't this only this person. This isn't something that comes from just this magical person. And and so you have to accept their flaws because there's nothing else that could replace it. You know, there's other people that can fill that. It's just that when you're in that excited part, it's fucking hard to imagine anybody is matching up to that because you're so excited about this person. And you just get kind of stuck in that in that loop of trying to get them to come around because it seems easier than finding somebody new. And ultimately, you're just running on a treadmill. And Aiden, like you're saying, it's it's that hard choice up front. Uh, But I can I, I think you can find somebody even, you know, a little bit better than this, I, th- I think you can find that pretty easily because this sucks. Just total unreciprocation sucks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, good luck. Here yeah. for you.
0: Yeah. For I mean, sure. It's a tough you. situation. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, it, it can be this good plus better with somebody else. Yeah. If this isn't your only option.
1: Get on out
0: there. Send those texts. Send the Coconut Gun remix to uh, that guy on Instagram That you're like, what if? What Dude, if what once if? the
3: vaccine hits, like, honestly, my friend, letter writer, you are just going to be dating up. It is going to be great. Everyone is <laughs> going to be so horny. Everyone's going to be so open <laughs> to possibility. Like, I would say, you know, like, maybe uh, resolve this situation now, and then you got a month or two to sort of, like, prepare yourself yeah yeah i like that yeah for vaccine a little, a little summer time
0: in the cocoon yeah you know, they vaccinate your cocoon and then you come out as a beautiful butterfly who gets the reciprocation they deserve
3: oh, i think yeah. it's really important to be self-actualized before you're just incredibly horny and chaotic
0: <laughs> that is very important <laughs> that is very important <laughs>
3: what's uh what's next
2: in this box
0: Dating this guy and he's amazing, but I feel like his energy switched up since we fucked for the first time. He's still sweet and great, just not as many compliments, not a lot of sweet messages. Am I just looking for thing for things to get upset about? I feel like a, I feel like I'm starting a healthy relationship with him, which I've never had. But also heard there's nothing nicer than a man who's trying to fuck you for the first time, and he's not as nice anymore even if he still is nice. Am I overthinking this? Whole bunch of exclamation marks.
2: Uh, I don't think you're overthinking this. Uh, I have noticed this in myself. This is perhaps a toxic trait that I have, but I tend to be very effusive and very uh, romantic uh, at the beginning of a relationship. And then once we have sex for the first time, that does taper off. Like you absolutely have noticed uh, a, a dip in the level of affection coming from this person. Uh, I like to think that it's not necessarily like a damning trait of mine, that that's not necessarily something that is, is like, you know, discounts me as a, as a good partner, but yeah, uh, it's, it absolutely is real what you're, what you're seeing. So you're not, you're not going crazy here, but I, I don't think it necessarily means that, uh he's done with the relationship or done being romantic generally. I think that it's it's sort of it'll become more incidental and uh less sustained.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. I mean I think this is a hard one because I I feel like I really relate to this where yeah, like you'll you'll sort of be micro analyzing sort of the number of texts that you get from someone, what time they text you, how it works. and then if it drops off a little bit, you're just like, is this a sign? Um, right. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. The world is a chaotic place, which is um horrible, <laughs> which is horrible for people like me <laughs> um, who want to logic love. but um, you know, I do think some of this is, I don't think that you're incorrect in any way and also, I wonder whether some of this is just this person sort of becoming more comfortable. Like, I think I yeah. mm-hmm. do something to where, like, you know, I notice something that I really like about someone and I tell them that. And then I've already told them that. So I'm like, well, I'm going to seem like really creepy and like annoying mm. if I like tell them again. Like, it's going to be like a story repeater or something. Um, which I I say that fully knowing that I want to receive the same compliment every single day for the rest of my life until I die. Like I enjoy that actively. (laughs) And also it's sort of, you know, like once you are at the point, you know, where you're sleeping with someone, you're getting to them and it sounds like you said that it's the start of a healthy relationship. Like it sounds like um, he's following up. He wants to continue seeing you, which is really good. I... You know, I I, like some of the newness or like the new compliment stuff can wear off a little bit and it can be hard to fill that void because it's sort of like, well, I already told her that she has great hair. What am I going to say this time? (laughs) Um, And I also think that if you're I'm kind of a fan of addressing it like I. um you know, not, it doesn't have to be like a serious conversation. I think this is one of those things where like, it's as serious as you make it. So don't make it like, like, you know, a sit down, but just sort of casually being like, Hey, I really like when you compliment me. I love being simped. It's my kink. Consider simping me more. Like (laughs) that might work out in your favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I also, uh, I think we're all coming around to is this, this could be a bad sign, but it's not necessarily a bad sign. It could also just be a totally normal thing. And uh, I'm there with just going in and asking about this uh, as opposed to doing the the kind of over analysis thing you're thinking of, because ultimately when it comes down to it, what you're kind of concerned about is, you know, did this excitement build up? You've hooked up and now it's worn off and you're just going to go your separate ways because that would suck if you're into this person. Uh, you, I, I think you just got to directly ask them about what they're looking for with this and you can get if they're saying you know i'm trying to find a relationship and all that or I'm, you know liking spending time with you all whatever kind of the answer is if you can get just kind of a solid idea of where they're trying to go with things i think that could help too uh and it's also like the whole overthinking thing with messages and frequency right and like you were saying it it doesn't if if you kind of hyper-focus on that and you're like, oh, it's it's down a little bit from usual and start getting freaked out, that's not good. But like paying attention and just kind of being like, huh, it seems like they're a little off. They're that like I don't think that's overthinking. I think that's just investigating kind of your feelings there in the situation. And I, and I think that's okay. Totally. But it's is the difference between that and talking to him and trying to sort it out versus stewing in your head this entire time and keeping track of the texts and you, you just end up driving yourself crazy and self-fulfilling self-fulfilling prophecy the whole
3: totally thing,
0: kind of wigged out
3: like taking the temperature of the relationship and sort of recalibrating mm-hmm. is really you know i think healthy and important and part of um you know part of respecting yourself and where you're at and what you need uh and i totally agree that just talking about it is sort of the probably the best way to discharge that anxiety in a healthy way
0: right also gets out on the table too like you you can even come in with your feelings you know if you're really feeling this guy and looking into dating of just like or being in a relationship putting that idea out there uh because that's another one where if you get a good response to that it's kind of like well there you i mean there you go you know Uh, that, that allays a lot of anxieties if you're like i think a relationship could be good and they're like hey me too that's how you talk when you're dating, I guess. I don't know what that voice was. You get the idea.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, and if I, someone I, I, Yeah, sorry, I, you go.
0: I was gonna say, I'm I i do not want to rush
2: anybody, but there is a lot in this question box. Okay, and not okay. We'll move so we'll we'll let let's let's
0: quit luxuriating and move on. <laughs> uh
2: let's see. We gotta
0: bring in a lightning storm. It might it might be a lightning round.
2: Yeah, okay. So here's the sound effect for the lightning round.
0: God why did
2: i even say it
0: why did i bring up something that could be a sound effect
2: (laughs) what do i do about how insecure i am about how hot my partner is slash our perceived sexual value slash how we're each treated on grinder parenthesis very different how do i accept that they aren't settling to be with me Ooh. So they have like direct evidence of their of their sexual marketability being different uh, they're, they're I imagine this is an open relationship as both of them are on Grindr. Uh and they're not getting as much attention as their partner. How do you accept. Uh, your your the difference in sexual marketability and understand that your partner is with you for a reason. How do you do that?
3: I'm a little hmm. bit intrigued by the detail of was there something that like their sexual values are different or
0: Yeah. Insecure about how hot my partner is slash our perceived sexual value slash oh, okay. how we each treated on Grinder.
3: Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's value instead of like values isn't that how they view sex is how other people yeah, view yeah. the partner in terms of their uh, fuckability, I guess, which yeah. is yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I think they're just oh. feeling unattractive by comparison, you know, and they're worried, oh, Uh, Yeah. My account doesn't get so much attention, but theirs does. Why, why would they pick me?
3: Yeah.
0: Kind of that insecure type thing. And when you have that right in front of you, that's extra hard.
3: I want to know sort of how, like, does your partner validate you? How do they make you feel? You know, do they, Mm -hmm. um, do they make you feel like you're a primary partner in this relationship? If that's the dynamic or do they make you feel, you know, do they make you feel attractive and wanted and sexy? I think that, um, you know, I i mean, a lot of confidence has to come from yourself. And also, you know, when you're with someone, generally, like you want them to feel good and hot, uh, and, and you work to make that happen. And, and I'm wondering, it's hard without details, but I'm wondering whether this is a situation that's purely external, or if this is a situation in which the partner is not making it clear that our you know, our question asker is the person that they want.
0: Right. A big difference between the response to both of those, obviously.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, if it's something where they're not, you know, it's not only this insecurity, but they're also fully like not doing anything to make you you know, feel wanted. That's definitely a bigger problem in a relationship, you know, wide issue. Uh, but if this is more just a situation of, you're kind of seeing this happen and you're feeling insecure about it, uh, I think that's one of those ones to kind of reflect on. Like there's people have different qualities, you know, some people, they got the looks, so they're going to do well on, on Tinder, Grindr, wh- whatever you're using. Cause it's very quick. The engagements are short. Can't really, you know, uh, he's got great storytelling abilities yep. based on like a, a dating profile or something, but that doesn't make them like better. That doesn't make that quality better than your good qualities. And, uh, you know, this partner of yours who's super hot is, is with you for a reason, it would sound like. I would assume you're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand that like that that kind of physical, uh, being unhappy with a certain aspect of yourself and sometimes it doesn't feel like those other things could balance that out and it's easy to kind of stay stewing on that, on that bad part. But uh, it, I think you just gotta, it, it, I think you need a little self-esteem work here, basically mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure you got a a bunch of good qualities here that just aren't highlighted kind of on dating apps. And that's more of a flaw of that than it is with you.
2: Absolutely. That's, that's the point I wanted to make is that uh, it's, it's about that term that I, that I use sexual marketability. It's the fact that uh, there are some people who are just like, you know, better on a billboard than others. Uh, And that's essentially what these dating apps are. And there's plenty good about you and that's what your partner is keying into. So, uh, just focus on the fact we've said it before on the program, just focus on the fact that they're with you, uh, and think about how you're feeling in the relationship. Just like related to the relationship itself, like try to eliminate these external things, particularly when you're trying to do an open, uh, situation the way that they interact with others does not necessarily influence the way that they feel about you. And so you kind of have to car- compartmentalize, uh, their interactions with others and, and just focus on how you feel about how they treat you when they're with you.
0: That's a good point too. Yeah. Cause that is what it comes down to. And, uh, Again, Aiden, what you were getting at with how much of this is, is your partner involved in this? Are they not, you know, kind of doing enough? Kind of, if that's involved, or maybe even if not, you know, especially if, you know, you all been together a long time, you're kind of comfortable sharing this. It might be worth bringing this up, just that you've been having insecurity about this. It might be a little bit compliment fishy, but like, that's a sincere thing if this is bothering you to bring up. And I'm sure they will tell you all of the good things about you you know?
3: Yeah. And if you're in a relationship, you know, if you're in an open relationship, you've probably had to negotiate a lot of boundaries and a lot of, I think insecurity is a really normal and healthy part of open relationships and of, you know, uh, non-monogamy and openly talking about that is really, you know, it's scary, but it's also really normal and really par for the course and not, you know, you're not, you know, a weak or bad person for having questions about this. I think that's super reasonable. Um, I feel like it's also worth noting, you know, if you're talking about grinder, it sounds like you have sort of like, you know, views and numbers and, you know, some sort of like, quote unquote, data to back this up. But also like, we're all, you know, you look in the mirror and you see like Google AI art, like it's all just swirling, weird hallucinogenic <laughs> pixels. Like no one knows what they <laughs> look like, uh, you know, <laughs> <it's> and, <changed>. you <laughs> trends change like badasses were not cool 10 years ago like listen like right. it's just like everything feels so arbitrary and also like in trends like like attractiveness trends and sort of what people will swipe right on i find is also really different from what a lot of people are like attracted to also and, yeah. and, and like there's so much like you know, I think all of us have just been like really attracted to someone and and it's not even like, oh, it's because they look like someone, you know, on a billboard. It's just because like, oh, like our fucking chemicals want to fuck, you know, like there I mean, there's a lot of reasons <laughs> that you're into someone and, and I think that, you know, I don't want you to feel like automatically we're just being like, well obviously you're Ugo, so we're giving you that answer. Like, no, like there's (laughs) which would also be cool and hot. Like
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait till beady eyes and thin hair comes around. That's gonna be good for me. Can't wait till people are into that.
3: Dude, we're ready. It's time. (laughs) Like I'm just
0: waiting for uh, the dating populace to appreciate the old coconut gun. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm ready. For Hello. <laughs> oh no. Oh, okay. Just because I said it that yeah. time. God yeah. damn it! I want to say it without risking the drop.
3: Oh, I thought it was like a spell. I thought you were invoking it.
0: Oh, I <laughs> did. I like that. I like that. Okay, here's another one. Hello. Hello. Is, quote-unquote, sliding into DMs completely cringe always? I'm a woman, and I've gotten a few men doing so, and always just ignore it. In my case, though, I have a crush on a Twitter mutual, classic, and I would love to ask him out, but I can't decide if that's super creepy or not. We don't talk, and our interactions remain confined to liking each other's tweets, but I would like to shoot my shot if it doesn't make me super cringe. Anyways, thanks, Aiden. Love your work.
3: Oh, that's so nice. Uh, Yeah, I think you should do it. I think that, I mean, again, li- we're, listen, we're all confined to the internet. This is the way that we talk to people now. So uh, I would suggest sliding in with something that is not just a shooting your shot. I would, you know, mm-hmm. uh, find something that's relevant to both of your interests or like if you have something that you would otherwise put in a comment as like a comment under their tweet, maybe DM that to them instead. Mm. I feel like you could, I I would go in, you know, just to protect your feelings uh, if you want it, or just have, again, that plausible deniability that I love so dearly, Uh, you know, go in (laughs) sort of innocently asking about something else, but then you're in their DMS and then you're in their inbox and then you can keep talking to them. Right. Yeah, I don't think right. it's like sleazy all the time. Like, what else do we have? Like, it's way weirder to walk up to someone on the street.
1: Like,
0: yeah, yeah, like, no, and, it, and it's it's the difference between doing that and the slide in, dude. Of the,
1: oh, what's up, girl? Uh, trying to fall.
0: Uh, very different to going and just trying to start a conversation, like you're saying. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, yeah like Cause don't you... send. Yeah,
0: because right. if you if you've met someone
2: online, that's that's how we meet people now like if you can't if you can't directly contact somebody that you've met online and not have it be uh uh, cringe as you say uh then what well what do we have we have we have nothing if we can't do that
3: Dude, we're all cringe. We're just going to give into it. We're all cringe now. It's too late. We have Uh,
0: nothing to lose but our cringe.
2: (laughs) What 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 is it uh, uh, Katie Rose said on the program the other other day? Uh, I am cringe, but I am free. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Exactly. Embrace it. Shoot your shot. Just be cool about it. I hope it works
2: out. Absolutely. Uh, Hey, my uh, friend with benefits for almost two years and I, who I love very much, uh, uh my friend with benefits for almost two years who i very much loved seems to be doing fine without me and i don't know how to stop thinking about him help three exclamation points
3: okay hmm. i think if someone was your friend with benefits for a really extended period of time and now seems to be doing well without you this is a this is a situation where it's learning to uh find joy and fulfillment and love without, th- without them and not with mm-hmm. them. I don't think this is a, you know, get them back situation, uh, right. which is honestly more empowering yeah, and more fun. you get to get your groove back. And that is uh, a way better movie. So we're going to do that. Uh, I think taking up a hobby, we've talked about this before, but only doing something that is completely not related to, you know, romance or trying to find a new partner or trying to get this partner back is, key like feeling yeah. you know expert in something even if it's like i don't know like pottery or uh coding or just something rock like, climbing yeah get into rock climbing that, here. is that healthy right now i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah
0: maybe down the line
3: or like bouldering to do the though. outdoor version yeah go for it
0: <laughs> but just just doing something that's for you that you like doing Especially if it's building something, if you if you're making something and you have some kind of end thing or like you're building a skill, you know, just stuff that's gonna boost you coming directly from you. It's not uh, contingent on on this former friends with benefits. Yeah, but, uh, I mean part part of this is just the dark side of the internet, you know, uh, the mixed bag we discussed earlier, and especially right now, like if you're just stuck inside doom scrolling, and you. uh you know, you're just seeing pictures of this guy I used to, maybe there were some feelings there and you're just like, ah, oh, look how happy he is. I'm fucking sitting in this apartment, doom scrolling. I'm so depressed. Why didn't I, why didn't we get together back then? You know, I, like a lot of that is just kind of manufactured by this weird situation that you're kind of seeing pictures of this person all the time. It's kind of triggering these memories and whatnot. And there's not a lot going on. There's a lot of time to stew. I think, uh, yeah it again, it just kind of comes back to sorting yourself out and learning not how to stew on this person rather than uh trying to get them back or something along those lines,
3: yeah, I would say the mute button is your friend here, I think that's yeah. really that's a really good point, point. and also nice to remind yourself that you're seeing the version of this person that they have that they like sort of want the world to see like it's not the whole story which is true too. you know we don't know what's going on, but that's that's it, you know, and I think yeah, muting and you know, in my last breakup, I had um, a friend where I really explicitly asked her, and I said, if I want to text, you know, my ex, can I just text you instead? Like, just like if I see a funny oh, tweet, like, cause it's good. all, it's the little things, it's the friend stuff and the friends with yeah. benefits that really sucks right. to lose in a lot of ways. And she was like, yeah, totally. And that was super helpful. So I don't, you know, if you have a friend or someone that you can sort of recruit to be like, hey, if I'm feeling a little bit wonky, can I just, you know, can I text you something silly? Can I text you this meme? And they're going to respond. That feels, that's like really healing. And that's really nice too. So I recommend yeah. that strategy.
0: I haven't heard of that. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, that's big advice right there.
3: Yeah. I also love being that friend for people. Because uh, then you just get a lot of weird memes and shit. You get a lot of like really nice, vulnerable <laughs> texts, which I, uh, as a feelings trap, love. Like
0: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Uh, oh they're so good
3: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> well hell yeah that's uh you know that that's also just kind of a good avenue if this is something you've been stewing on that you've been dealing with alone or maybe like an ashamed or embarrassed of just bringing up the situation with that friend that you might do that with uh of kind of just sending the messages you would have sent to the ex uh, that I mean, that's that's good for the old emotions too, and, and, and development there. Uh, just getting it out, you know, it, it, I think it'll start seeming less overwhelming,
3: totally. And it validates that, you know, even if this relationship wasn't defined as something important, it lasted a really long time like a couple of years, yeah. And, you know, that's there is growth in that, whether or not y'all are putting a label on it. And I think that just validating that might be good for you know the process as you transition into something better hopefully
0: very true too
3: yeah good luck
0: good luck do i have the next one or is it you arthur? Uh, i believe you have the next one so are we doing this fuck a fan contest or what arthur <laughs> I, no, no,
2: I think I made it clear that
3: we're not doing the fuck a fan contest. I'm sorry. Can you, uh, can you enlighten me? <laughs> Cause it kind of sounds like you're doing a fuck a fan contest.
2: <laughs> Some absolute maniac got into our question box and was like, are we going to do a fuck a fan contest? Let's go. And I was like, listen, if I meet somebody organically uh from the show like say i meet a fan and things are going great and we get to talking and then we end up having right. sex that's one thing that's a totally acceptable thing in the, my that's the contest of love <laughs> exactly yes the, so the fuck a fan contest would be for someone to woo me and uh <laughs> yeah, <it's>, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah okay here's the contest be a good human being and get in touch with me and then we get to talk it and then maybe we have sex that's yeah like you're
3: not a yeah you're not a contestant you're the prize
0: yeah oh Oh. there we go well played (laughs) that's the answer yeah so you heard it folks start working on yourselves get self-actualized that's the first step of our contest then the next step is to slide into arthur's dms not with a dick pic or something uh, but we're just, you know, making some conversation, yeah. and then uh, maybe you play some games together or something. Who yeah. fucking knows? It's all part of the contest. Then we see
2: what's going on. Uh, another, yeah, right. another real quick one because we are we are running out of time here. I want to hit this one real quick. Donovan, how much cum is too much cum? Please give me a metric measurement. <laughs> they ask oh, you specifically.
3: <laughs> I ask
2: you no, it's, a, it's a general how much
0: calm is too much calm? but I, would calm, <laughs> Anna, Arthur, I, w- I wanted to main the, maintain the veneer of like a calm expert for our guests like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they point those questions in my direction
3: Again, this is or a science industry. podcast we're getting dr. donovan on this <laughs>
0: Uh metric measurement is difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. typically you're not ejaculating in like an Erlenmeyer flask or whatever those things are called where you measure Paint the liquid.
1: What's that? <laughs> oh <for> <laughs>
0: Unless that's unless that's your specific, very specific thing. Uh I'm trying to think something I can compare amounts to because typically what it's in a tissue or an orifice you're not really (laughs) checking out volumes after that Uh, maybe like that could fit in the palm of your hand just a flat layer just i'm holding it up but you can't see it but just if you drew a line over the top of your palm like a silver dollar pancake size about that amount
1: the
3: hand hand is slightly cupped i will add that
0: yeah the hand is slightly cupped thank you for clarifying you just, you just want a very thin, flat layer of cum That's the only normal amount.
3: You heard. Thank it here. you for that you question.
0: Heard it here from the expert. <laughs> yeah. You just want a thin yeah. flat layer of cum That's what I want. Come to me next time with any further cum related queries. Oh fuck!
2: Uh, Aiden, thank you for joining us on the program. Oh yeah. We're we're going to get one of those going.
3: That was the last uh, one <laughs> we ended on that note. That's, yeah, that's late. What that's
2: what we're going to close. Now. We just we just came up on time. So what are you nice. gonna do you uh, going to do? Where can people find you on the inner tubes?
3: Uh, I live on the internet at at Aidenarata. A-I-D-E-N-A-R-A-T-A. And I bet y'all have show notes. So no one needs to know how to spell.
0: Yeah, we will put links <laughs> in the notes. Uh, and i i put a lot of time into those notes i don't talk about this much but sometimes i'm really riffing in there i'm really just using (laughs) it as a creative outlet uh so read those if you don't i think they're pretty good
3: hell yeah a plug for my
0: descriptions for this (laughs) podcast on this podcast Uh, Uh, subscribe to the patreon yes please Uh,
1: patreon.com
0: slash rftb for five dollars a month you get a bonus episode every goddamn week now we Mm -hmm. marathon these babies yeah and uh we had katie rose leon from balling out super behind the paywall last week we had liam from well there's your problem podcast behind the paywall it's just a blast back there i'm telling you so uh, if you just find them five buckaroos place that in my slightly cupped hand uh we'll be all set (laughs) You'll begin bonus episodes. Just like
3: slather it in five dollars. That'll be five
0: dollars in the You will feel five dollars.
3: Trust me, you will feel so empty in a good way. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be uh absolutely fantastic. Uh so much like the coconut gun, go ahead and fire your hard-earned cashola over to us at patreon.com slash rftb in spurts.
2: <laughs> he shoots yeah.
0: It's gonna spurts.
2: Folks, uh our intro song is the song Coconut Gun Rap posted by YouTube by Chili Beef. Uh there's a note here it says from the genius of Siva. So I want to make like I'm trying to get proper attribution for the Coconut Gun Rap but it's difficult to to obtain.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, it's tough uh, but hey our outro music uh, is the coconut gun rap uh, it was posted on YouTube by Chili Beef in the notes he says from the genius of Siva I'm uh, just okay. trying to kind of attribute this properly but anyways check that out
2: alright uh, I'm gonna get on the mic I'm gonna get really close and I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I say every week on the program
1: if he shoots, Oh, Jesus
2: I love you, thanks. Bye.
1: here we go. So the finally here. Performance for you. If you know the first, you can join in too Put your hands together. If you wanna clap, his coconut gum. Can fire of the bunch.